Greetings, my beautiful people. This is Holly. I am Queenship coming to you with another episode of Queenship Quarters. Today we are discussing and having a discussion on part two of can you be friends with your children or from the child's lens? Can you be friends with your parents? Part one um, has already been posted and you've listened to that was with my oldest jewel. Mercedes, and we spoke on can you be friends with your children? And part two, I have the exciting, amazing son of mine, my only son, my middle jewel, Donovan. He's going to be speaking to us from the son's perspective and from the second jewel perspective. So I'd like to welcome my son, Donovan. Hi, Donovan. Hey, mommy, how you doing? I'm well, I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Well, thank you for coming on Queenship Quarters today and speaking with us on this great topic of can you be friends with your children? And so when I was talking to Mercedes, um, she she said yes, I said yes, only in the sense of, and I'm doing air quotes when I say friends, because you can't be friends like I'm with my best friends or like you are with your peers, but that sort of close relationship that you nurture and you build from the childhood and then transition to the adult child relationship. And so that's why we're sort of saying yes. And then of course the benefits and some of the challenges that come with that. So just when you hear that, what do you say? Can you be friends with your children? Absolutely not. <laughs> and you say down. no. And, and Hands down, flat no. out, no. No, but no, why no. Do you, why do you say no? And we have a close relationship, right? Yeah, but you're not so, my friend. Okay, and what do you mean by that for our listeners? You are my mother. Uh-huh. You, you're strictly my mom. There is, We have a great relationship. Like mm-hmm. you said, we we have a good and close relationship, but uh-huh. we are not friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's simple. So how would you define a friend? A friend is somebody who there's the, there's there's you have different levels of expectations right. from a friend versus a parent. And you I'm... can't apply those same expectations. Because that's that's where it gets a little messy. Because um, so, I think, go ahead. So, uh, yes, you can. It's two different categories. But how would you, if someone somebody's just asking you, uh, what is a friend? Just give me the characteristics of a friend first, and then we'll we'll deep we'll dive further into what you're saying. Okay, the characteristics of a friend. Um, is one reliable, mm-hmm. um, two, um, a friend has your back, a friend checks in on you mm-hmm. on a regular basis or mm-hmm. whatever that frequency is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's somebody who is supportive and has it's no contingency plans but actually is there to benefit you and grow by okay. choice, by okay. choice. Okay. They have to choose that. Right. A so parent, well, even though they, you know, you have some people who opt out of those things, but those are all the things that you're obligated to do. And so uh-huh. I'm, su- I'm supposed to, you're supposed to be there for me. You're supposed to be open for me to come talk to you. You're supposed to be able to be somebody I can talk to you about anything, confide to you about anything, nurture me is in that, that way. But is that is that not still a choice though? It was what not a choice. Because all people still have a choice to be there for each other to to be able to be have have that open communication is still a choice. 
Yeah, it's still a choice. So, but again, it's more it's more obligatory. Is that that's the word? You have more of an obligation to do so. You can, like I said, you can choose to opt out. You have parents who opt out to not be that in their child or just being their child's life in general. But that's the difference between a friend and acquaintance. You have an acquaintance who could be open and y'all can just talk about stuff, but y'all not friends like that. Because right. again, that uh, that same person or a stranger can do that. But that does does that make them your friend? No. So, so, so I guess your standpoint is yes. You're not talking about the relationship and being close, and it's being a good relationship. But you don't see it as a friendship, and that's why I said I use the air quotes. Because I'm not talking about it like it would be with your peers. And Mercedes wasn't talking about it like it could be with her peers. It's because we're talking about, we're using the word friends in air quote because of the closeness of the relationship. Because she even mentioned that she believes that the parent sets the tone um, of having this type of relationship, this open relationship, this close relationship, and it develops at the beginning um, from the tone that the parents sets. So how do you feel about developing and nurturing a relationship, which is close with your parent, that the parent sort of starts off setting that tone? Yeah, I mean, that is, it's it's set, it's set by both parties, but it's, it's basically, it's definitely started off by the parent, which again, goes into the choice that we just talked about. A parent has to choose that. And so you're, you know, so, but you have to be careful what exactly you're choosing um, to nurture and to develop with that child and whatever relationship you're trying to establish. And Uh so that's where, again, it gets tricky because you, there's nothing wrong, again, being open and upfront and close with your children, but there's still, there's still boundaries that you should have and so there's it's still it's still extreme it's still an extreme difference you can be again you can be as close into your mind it's like oh you can say as close as friends you would think we were just friends from the outside looking in but there are there are boundaries and lines that one the parent has to be careful and there's different doors like at certain age point like you can't just disclose or talk about everything. Like you're not gonna talk to me about certain things like you do now when I was like six. Exactly. I mean right. I mean, and that's oh, that's but, the whole thing of you know, as a parent, um as y'all were growing up, I can only speak for what I was intentionally trying to do was to allow you to grow into the the that you were supposed to be also to have that safe space to uh, be able to come and talk about anything you needed to talk about or express. And then as you were growing, realizing that, okay, for me as a parent, I never thought that we should put adult situations or, or things that adults are dealing with onto the child and then allowing them to be a child. So of course, with Mercedes being older, it was some things I would talk to her at an uh, older age that I didn't with you and Alexis until, like you said, now. Now it's a, an adult relationship where I can have those kind of vulnerable kind of conversations. So when you say doors, what do you, what do you mean by doors? The doors are, again, the 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 topics or things you choose to disclose and talk about within the different stages of the child's life so like there's one door you know that's may not even be like personal but like you know when puberty hits all right we're so at some point we're gonna have to hit this door okay you know so you don't have to but you choose and you as the parent you wait for the right time to open this door it's like okay it's time to open this door and let you know what this is you may hint at it saying like okay like that's and you kind of see okay am i as a boy 
Is he like straddling at the door? Is he close? Is he approaching the door yet? No, it's not time to talk about that yet. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then when I notice it from myself, it's like, hey, what is this door? Like, oh, okay. Now we got to talk about this. Okay. Okay. So the doors are like checkpoints in a way or things and situations that either the parent or the child can see within one another. And so the doors that the parents choose to open up and disclose, you also have to keep in mind that once you do that within that relationship, you also, without, without again, setting that tone or setting that, that, um, that boundary, you're also giving permission for the child to open that door whenever you give that child the key to that. And that may not be your intention. So then there's, then there becomes a level of comfortability which which you may take as disrespectful. Oh, okay. So, but you established that's how you that's how you open that door. That's how you expose me to this part of this door to where I can freely walk in here and there. Like you may not want me to go through this door today, or mm-hmm. you know this isn't what you intended to be. And so then, I think, I think uh, I'm. I'm to respond to what you just said, I think that's where it comes in, uh, where the parents has has to sort of uh, balance the the openness of the relationship as well as maintaining the respect and the guidance that is supposed to be given as the parent. Yeah, so, and I, and I would say. Mm-hmm. Without being careful, the guy you lose the guidance aspect because then the parent can get too comfortable to where now mm-hmm. you're no longer guiding me through the door. You're just having me inside whatever this door is, whether it be um, some some personal issue you're having or outside situation that I honestly probably shouldn't even know about, but it's right. not even through an, a, a lens of nurturing. Now you're using me as an outlet. Right. When right. I'm not ready to be that for you. Exactly. It's, right. So and which is the difference. You your friend is from 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 the ch- from a parent from a parent to child. It's supposed to be the child the the parent's supposed to be the outlet for the child up to a certain age or but to a certain point in certain subjects. But typically that's what comes with being a parent. You're gonna always be, by choice, you're gonna always be a resource and an outlet for your child for the seeking guidance. Again, that guidance part of it. Right. You there's there's a timestamp up until you develop that relationship with your child and they get older, then that can, that there can be that exchange in that regard, but really before then, it's 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 one unhealthy, and it, it's not going to work like that. Which is again well, why I say, yes, it's you're not my friend, <laughs> right. you know. <laughs> right. But see, and I, and I think you know this conversation is is really about those younger years is the developing, the nurturing, the the pouring into of this kind of relationship. So when it does transition to the teen to young adult stage, that it's already been something established. This safe space has already been uh, sort of developed. So it won't be such a drastic gap where you have to work on. So I, I, I agree that there are stages that that happens in. I'm, I'm just, this discussion is about what does that look like to get to the point when you are young adults and you're in that adult relationship with your parent. And now you have that foundation where you can, like you said, be like a friend um, in certain situations. So in your development and growing up, did you feel that you had that kind of uh, stepping 
and laying a foundation in our relationship and growing up with your parents with that kind of relationship? No, because I never even that whole with that whole development, it was never as like, oh, okay, my parents are like my friends. It was a clear cut difference that Mm -hmm. you are my parents. And it's just like, okay, and I can come to y'all with anything that I need, with anything that I'm feeling, if I'm confused, distraught about something, y'all are available and you've made that clear. And then only Mm. in that regard do I walk through that door freely. And even even through some of those times where I was a little hesitant, I still knocked on the door, even though I had permission to walk through. It's just like, hey, are you available? Like, like I got something to lay on right now. Right. You know, I, 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 that's how I've always approached it. But I knew from from the get go, and y'all, you know, y'all reiterated that through the years as I got older. So it, you reinforce that principle of it, and, and so, that and that and that hesitation or that knocking at the door is because of that level of respect for the the parent. Is that what you're saying? Half and half is either the level of respect or it's just like, you know, it's just like, you know, you could be nervous to talk about some stuff. Right. Where it's just like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't the right time to bring this up. Right. So just in case there's something else going on, I'm just not, you know, but it's like, well, I'll come back, you know? So it's, 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 it's been definitely laid out. Y'all have had it like that. And that's for me, that hasn't changed my perspective again of seeing y'all as like my friends. Right. You know, and so I know it could be different from other people from their personal experience, but there's always for me been a clear cut difference because y'all have never, like, y'all have never hurt me like friends could hurt. So. Right. I don't ever put y'all in that same category. Okay. Okay. So, so, um, for our listeners, what could you tell the child, which uh, they are adult children now, uh, they could look for as far as being, uh, open to a close relationship, what what does a child need from the parent for them to feel comfortable enough to sort of feel like that they have that safe space to be receptive to that kind of close relationship? What what would the child need from the parent? What, what, what does the child look for in the parent? Since since we was talking about the parent sets okay. the tone. Okay. Yeah. What should, um, a, what should a child look for in order to make them feel comfortable enough to start working on that kind of nurturing of a, a close relationship like that? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and this even kind of goes again, like with me, because really with the term friend, when you ask the question, I I use that very loosely, but it's really what the main thing the kid needs. Of the child needs even in its older years is consistency okay so if you're trying to have this relationship i need you to be consistent in these regards and these aspects for me if you're trying to be my quote-unquote friend if you say you're my friend i need you to understand me i need you to be consistent in understanding these at this aspect of me um, um, something else, um, which I guess kind of just goes with consistency still, but also be, be open and receptive to what I express to you, you know, don't always have the parent hat on, I guess, and make sure that your critique or advice or guidance is constructive and not selfish, um, which I think, again, is another thing that could be problematic with having a quote-unquote 
friendship with your parents because then you can go back into the parents establishing something you have in some cases where a parent is really, really close to the child, really attached to the child. And when it comes for that child to move on, like getting married or something like that, they feel that like they're being replaced and that can keep, they'll then disrupt that child's happiness because right. they are afraid of being alone and alone in that regard. So it's like, well, it, they feel like the, like abandoned in the way, but it's just like, that's, that's not that case. Right. You know? So cause, cause I, I say for, for me with y'all, I always try to make sure that I did take that parent hat off sometimes and let y'all be able to, so I could see the person because when you put the mommy hat on or the parent hat on, your natural instinct is to protect to make sure you're okay, to try to fix it, to try to solve it, to try to help them feel better. And so when you take that parent hat off, that mommy hat off and allow the child to talk to you, if they're angry, if they're confused, if they're going through something in a relationship, if they're thinking about stuff because they're going through puberty, whatever it is, um, you have to be receptive to just hearing that, taking it in and talking about it. Or if they just want to talk and you listen. And it was a lot of times we would have these conversations and as soon as you would leave or y'all would leave out of the room or I would go out of the room. I was like, grab my stomach, like, Oh my God, Oh my God. <laughs> because uh, it was like raw conversations. We would have real we're all conversations about what it was. So do you think, what were some of the benefits um, of being close to your mother as my only son for those listeners who might be uh, with that mother-son type of relationship? What were some of the benefits? And then we'll talk about some of the challenges. Um, just so... Okay, so boom, benefit <laughs> of being close, having an open relationship. Again, we're talking about puberty. Puberty when sex was in the air about stuff. Sixth grade, <laughs> you just said, "Hey, man, how you doing?" You started <laughs> off in elementary because I was always around when I liked all my teachers and stuff, right. <laughs> all that stuff. You see any pretty girls at school? Yeah, well, I'll tell you all the names and stuff. And then sixth grade, you hit me with the word hormones. I didn't know what hormones was. And you're like, yeah, how are your hormones doing? I'm like, what is that? And then after that, that's when I'm like, yo, what is, what is happening under my, what is my penis doing? Right. And I was just like, right. Right. oh, hey, help. I don't know what this is. What is this? And then you're just like, oh, okay. Boom! Doors open. So right, the doors I, open. Yeah, yeah. So when then came, from, from then on, we you just brought it to me. Yeah, <laughs> just brought it. And to you me. just like, why are you talking to me this right now, Donna? We we drive. That's <laughs> fine. But <laughs> you said I could come to you about this stuff. This is an impending issue right now. And it, and, it, and it was so it was so cool because I was just talking to you like you was just like some somebody that needed to know this stuff and. Like, this is how it would be for the female if this is what, mm -hmm. you know. I was trying to be that female voice for you. Uh-huh, yeah. We literally, we, we sat and watched the pornography together. You broke it down. You're like, hey, yep. Like, this could be nice, but this is fake, and this yep. does not work for her in most cases. Don't believe that. This is how you put on a condom. Yep. All that stuff. So, yeah, we was very, so that for me, though, like, it just kind of helped, I guess, with understanding really just really more so the female perspective of a lot of situations. Once right. just from relationships, how I, you know, how I treat my sisters and stuff like this. Like, like having y'all three like women as like support systems that really impacted like how I approached 
there's even a lot of the women in my life where even mm-hmm. like the ones that I was like attracted to you. Mm-hmm. It's like I I used a lot of y'all's qualities as like standards mm, for myself okay. uh, and for the women that I wanted to allow. And I even with the friends, I made sure that I would treat them just as my sisters. That's why you hear if everyone knows, it's like Donovan has a lot of female friends who call me brother. Right. Because I I treat them exactly how, you know, I do with the ladies I do I have at home, you know. So it's like that was the stand of even how I treat my fiance. Now it's like they y'all uphold that standard for me to carry out. So that's really helped also too with even just me being abstinent. I didn't really the thing was like even though like I watched a lot of porn or whatever it was like I really didn't. I wasn't really se- I wasn't sexually active until 19 was when I lost my virginity. But even then, like everyone else was having babies around me and right. I didn't care about it. I was in football when I was in football, like everybody on the football team was talking about <laughs> wow, right. I'm still a virgin, whatever. Right. Talking about all these girls and stuff like that. I'm just like, and that's that's just ha- that even still happens. I'm just like, I don't I can't relate to that. Cause I don't care about that. I'm like, and y'all really sitting here like happy about hurting people. Like, (laughs) like I did. That's really how I think on both sides, both the men and the women I was talking to. I'm like, y'all, why? Like, I I don't get it. So it it, it just, it was just something else again that just kind of helped me even feel that even think I was like, okay, if I did this in this way, how would she feel if she did this? How would I feel? Right. You know, I I was y'all both you and Dad were able to, you know, give me that insight and be able to have those type of thoughts when it came to my actions. Okay, and what I do. So that closeness and that relationship I've had with you, you know, it, it helped me really choose wisely. Of okay. the people, specifically the women I would want around me. Okay. Okay. And I've been peeking out a lot of the a lot of the BS too because I was mm. a nice I was a nice boy. Right. Right. A real nice boy. I was hit with the too nice phrase way too much. But and, it I was, t- it, and I should tell you, don't let them take advantage of you being yep. nice. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. A lot of them got it twisted. They, yeah. Donovan is not a pushover, <laughs> and, and and I think that, and I think that's what I really wanted you to always keep with you was to be respectful, to be a gentleman, to be uh, someone that is. Um, quote unquote, the nice guy doesn't mean you're a pushover and, and somebody could take advantage of you because then that's when your mommy is gonna come in the picture. <laughs> uh, but I think I think that's good, man. And I think um I always appreciated our relationship too. And I think a lot of your friends or or a lot of people would say, you know, or would categorize you as a mama's boy. But at the same time, I don't think you were um, somebody that didn't have your own thoughts and your own mind. Um, I just think they just saw our closeness and they couldn't believe that you would talk to me about the stuff you would talk to me about. Yeah, no, those are called haters. And yeah, <laughs> I had no, no problem. I was a mama's boy and a daddy's boy. I right. still call you mommy. I still call you mommy. I still call daddy daddy. And right. I was gonna be <laughs> right. So as I'm close as we as close as we are, uh could that be hard for some guys being that close to their mother? And I think yeah. you spoke a little bit ago about how that might in some relationships might be hard because if if you get married or you move on into a relationship that that parent might feel excuse me might feel replaced so mm-hmm. you being my first jewel that's getting married and you have a fiance i think our transition 
was went well. You know, I, I, you know, I, I think about okay, my son is gonna be a whole husband, <laughs> and um, I, I think that goes back to us making sure during that transition as well that we keep a balance on both sides of. Yes, we still got a close relationship, but on my side, I have to realize now you have a wife and you're starting a family. And then I think on your side, hey, yes, I have a wife and I'm starting a family, but I still have this relationship with my mother. What yeah, do you think? Because, okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll bring up the doors again. And so now we're at a point of the doors where you can't we can't both walk through the doors with each other. Now. Okay. We're at a point where, okay, we could, okay, we, I'll use this example. So, you know how with like certain, like with some hotels and like the rooms are like separated on the inside by some doors. Yeah, the adjoining rooms. Yeah, the adjoining rooms. So, we'll say me and my fiance is in one room, you're in the other room. Mm-hmm. I come through knock on your door come through that side now i can come to you asking for like some counsel some advice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like hey mom this is what's going on with us blah 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 I may feel a little discouraged but blah, blah, whatever you know you give me your advice and your counsel and then okay and i go back through the door but you can't come back through the door with me uh-huh. you, you have to then it's like all right you gave me the tools and stuff that I felt that you that you felt that I needed. Now I have to go take care of it myself. Hmm. So now, so those how those doors like transition from you so, know you guided me holding my hand right. to me now walking through the doors by myself. I could talk to you about the door, but you can't go through it with me now. So I can go, like, I can go up to the opening and be like, man, did you do what I said? <laughs> <laughs> but I just can't walk in the room. Mm-hmm. No, 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 mm-hmm. I get what you say. So mm-hmm. so now that you're going to have a wife and a family of your own, once you go back after the guidance and work whatever that is out, talk to your wife about all that. Only time I feel I should be able to come through that door is if now you invite me in the door mm-hmm. and say, come on in, mom. Uh, not because I'm in my mode and after you've come over and talked to me, now I'm upset or I'm now I want to protect you. And then I just, like you said, when you get up and walk through, I'm right, I'm right behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I can't do that anymore. Uh, I have to wait until whatever you and your wife have discussed and I'm, I'm welcomed in. Mm-hmm. And even and- once I'm in, even once I'm welcomed in, that don't mean I bring up what I what we talked about unless it's a conversation that mm-hmm. is asked asked of me to have with both of you, yeah. uh, and not me coming in and say, "Well, you know, some Jay um, Diamond talked to me about this, this, and this." Okay, that wasn't my place to come and talk mm-hmm. to her about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what yeah. you're saying. And then and then so this is where it transitions because it's the same way with the parent. So, because again, another thing which relates something again that I was able to benefit from y'all was being again my attention to detail and paying mm-hmm. attention to all the little things with y'all from when you would change your hair, you tried a new color, a new outfit. You was when always you, my man. You was always first one, mommy. Number one. You change, you number change one. your hair. You. Is that new what you got on? You always knew. I was like, my mm-hmm. man is so observant. He just observes so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that that was beneficial. But even again, when when you weren't okay, when none of y'all was okay, none of y'all can lie to me about <laughs> when y'all sad at being us. Because Sadie was trying to figure out, how you know I was crying? I'm, being sad. I, I'm your brother. That's why. 
Like, <laughs> and you cry all the time. So, like, <laughs> you know, so it's like, but even with, like, even with that too, you know, I have to respect your door too, just okay. like that. But at, but at the same time. So, but though, see, when you, but when you saying respect my door, what I had to learn was to, now that you we're in this adult relationship, now I'm more vulnerable and transparent with you. When as you were growing up, I felt like I'm not gonna talk to him about those things because I'm going through them as his mother. He doesn't need to take on these things for me because I'm the parent. And like you said, so that door I wouldn't allow you to even come up to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I understand that's the thing. I understood that as a kid, and it's like I didn't know. I didn't want to know what was in the door. I just didn't want you. I just wanted you to stop denying that the door was there. Because mm. I women, see, say that again. Say that again. It's like, say that again. <laughs> I said I didn't need to know what was behind the door. Mm. I did. I wanted you to stop denying that the door was there. Because mm. I I see, I see you're upset that something behind this door is hurting. You got the splinters in your hand, and mm-hmm. you're telling me there's nothing there. And I'm like, nah, I see this. I see this, right? What you know? So it's just like I, and that's how it was. So it's like I was okay. I was okay with not knowing a lot. I just wanted to know what was wrong, and will you be okay? And I'm like, right. how can I fix what I see? I didn't have to know A through A through Z. I could have been fine with, you know, QRS or Elemento. Right. That's it. But it's just, so I, so I think ahead. I think for me, it was it wasn't for me to uh, put on you to feel like you have to fix it. So so I get what you're saying though. At least. And that's where we are now. Like I said, I'm more vulnerable and more transparent where you can see the door. I'm going to let you know, here's the key. I'm going to let you know you can turn the knob at any time because I need to hear from you. And, and also Mercedes even said that too. She said that, um, uh, it becomes like you said a, a more of an even exchange in the adult relationship because mm-hmm. now y'all know I can come to y'all and talk about things that I need to talk about or something I'm going through and still to a certain extent for me as a parent I'm still only gonna share only so much because I still feel like I'm still your parent and I don't have to load everything on you guys that I'm going through because that's what I have my peers for. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think now I'm really loving our relationships with all three of y'all at this adult stage, because now I've gone through some stuff that I can share with y'all and it sort of helps me in my growth. It helps me in my healing. It helps me in my uh, letting go and moving on because now I can say, okay, this is why mommy, was doing this, this, and this, or this is the choice I made, and this is what happened to me. And, you know, and in talking to Alexis, she even said she learned early on about we were more than parents. We were people. Uh And I think for me, it was always like, okay, I got to make sure that I'm being the best parent I can be. And Mm -hmm. she said she learned early on because with you and Mercedes, y'all had more of a, a timeframe where it was two parents together. Alexis Mm -hmm. had more of a time frame with two, with separated parents. Mm -hmm. So it was a different kind of uh, development in our relationship. And I had to sort of do a little different kind of pouring into um, in that relationship because y'all had more time with parents together than she did. And so she really made me see that, oh, 
it's okay now with y'all being adults and we having these kind of adult relationships and close relationships because now I can talk to y'all about my hurts or my pains and y'all can sometimes say some things for me to help me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do you like agree? Okay. No, I agree. Cause for me, it was, I literally have the split. I literally have the half and half right. of, of exactly. when y'all was together and the separation. Right. And I think for me, it was harder for y'all not to put me in a situation to where I felt like I had to fix it mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm the fix. I'm the fixer of the family. Like I'm, I'm the, I'm everybody's confidant, you know? And I, I, I've, I, like I've, I've illustrated to some friends to where, you know, there's five of us mm-hmm. and just like the number five on like a die that you roll. Like I was often that middle dot. Right. Right. You know, so whenever there was tension between anyone, I just, I always wanted to try to some, something, just throw out some nonsense, do something weird, <laughs> you know, just to ease the tension. You know, just to be the peacemaker, and you know, right, I've, right. that's, and again, I've, I picked up on those things, and realizing like, okay, like I kind of learned, I again agreeing with Alexis, that I was like, okay, these, you know, y'all are just normal like everyone else, you know, y'all aren't superheroes. You know, it's like y'all mommy and daddy, but mommy and daddy, like, you know, they can hurt too, you know, and that again, which goes relating back to your other question, something else was the benefit and something I feel that would really help um, a a relationship with your son, uh, mother and son perspective, something I've always appreciated and really correlate to the person I am is that you know y'all let me cry as as a son you let me cry and you explained to me why crying was good and when to and so like I know and I have no problem being emotional now I was like but that also again solidified me coming to y'all because for me that was the biggest you know, the biggest moment of vulnerability is like, I can, I can cry. Like, I don't, I don't have to be this macho man thing because men cry too. And y'all, and you as a mother, you didn't abandon me emotionally Mm. either because I feel that's, that's one thing that that's one of the biggest hurdles that parents especially mothers and sons relationships, mothers have to be real careful of uh, because men or boys and girls are raised differently. Okay. You know, it's real. Girls are raised with emotional freedom and liberation. Mm -hmm. They can cry about anything. They can express their frustrations. They can say I'm frustrated. They can do that, blah, blah, blah. We're taught at a very young age either not to cry to hold our control our emotions. Right. We 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 can't we if we put it we we don't have the liberty to be emotionally expressive in that regard. Okay. And so like say okay we do one this same act say we both hit somebody and the daughter's reason is that oh I was emotional this that and third was going on and I say the same thing. However, there's more of a pass and leniency and other factors that people can correlate with her emotion or her being emotional versus me being emotional. It's like, well, I should have had enough self-control right. not to do that. You right. know, and so with with those types of teachings, and again, that emotion is like sudden down your child's first your first first mode of expression when it comes to crying whether it be joy 
pain or mainly specific in, in you know in sad times it's just like i'm posted again we're raised to deal with it right. and that's and that's that can numb us to a lot of things and again that i contribute that again how i treated my relationships that didn't numb me to understanding what even my feelings or even taking their feelings into consideration right because i wasn't numb to it but so that I would say that's that's the biggest thing that a son would need is that yeah. emotional, huge emotional support and emotional clarity. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's important. That's important. So. Um, so thank you. Oh, you know, some man. <laughs> <laughs> we we on this podcast. Don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm the favorite. <laughs> um, so so I'm gonna ask these couple of little questions. You know, just a little checkpoint. Uh, like I asked Mercedes, and not that you have to uh, do these things, but do you think it's okay for a couple of these things? Okay. Okay. Are these like just yes and no. Yeah, yeah, it's yes and no, but if you need to elaborate on why you're saying yes or no, that's fine too. Okay. Okay. Do you think it's okay for a parent to go to the club and hang out with their children? Well, okay. Let's define hanging out. Let's define hanging out. I, mm, me personally, no. <laughs> Me okay. personally, no. I'll okay. get into why. I'll get because for me. <laughs> all right, it's, it ha, we have to have tell, tell, tell the listeners why for you. All right, this is why for me. First of all, okay, what's what's the syllabus? What's on the syllabus? What's the plan? What's the itinerary? If we are going to hang out, Mama, if me and you are going out to me hang out, it, it's yeah. it's me and you. Uh huh. I, I, and we, we can both be single. It's me and you. This is mommy and Donna Man's time. <laughs> but we going care. to the club and dancing. We going and to the club. We we dancing with each other and enjoying the bar and we're people watching. We're having a good time. Okay. This is our time. Ain't so nobody. So it's a yes, man. It's not a no. We can go to the club together. We can go to we can go to the club together and have fun together. Our time, yes. So that what is, is very that? Possible. Why? Why? Okay. So it's it's a yes that parents can go to the club and with their children. Yeah, with their children. <laughs> but you're saying with me and you. Mm-mm. And I think I think with a lot of mothers and sons, <laughs> I don't think that's because see because y'all like to compare us with your daughters. Y'all y'all can do that. Because y'all, y'all, y'all in the same class. Y'all have the same syllabus. We don't. We different, different class periods. You got homeroom versus chemistry, and our chemistry is just us at the bar having a good time together. Because I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get protected and territorial, and oh. like unless, see, yeah, That's I'm not about to just is. go off. I'm not about to just go off and leave you. And it's like, okay, if we took the time out to schedule this time, like I'm gonna be here 100 percent with you. I, so, I can, so, I nobody can, could, so nobody could come and ask me to dance. You can dance for like five minutes. <laughs> well, I'm gonna watch it. But again, just like how they were approaching with your friends, there's, there's a screening. There is a screening. <laughs> how you doing? Start, yeah, this ain't your class. What you doing here? What you need? <laughs> See, that's totally different because, like you said, I guess because I've gone out with all of y'all, and, mm-hmm. and and it's fine because I think it was harder for Mercedes at the beginning because I was like, "Go, do you have fun? Do what you want." And she was nervous. She was like, "Okay, mommy, but are you okay? And did, did I do anything that I shouldn't do?" I was like, "Girl, come on!" And then with Alexis. She 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 was like, oh, it's cool because you know we're dance partners, so we're dancing, and you know she's like, oh yeah, we cool together. We we work as a team. With yeah. you, you're like, it's just me and you. Don't nobody it's, come yeah. around it's, us. 
Yeah, like I said, unless we have a game plan, it's like, all right, cool. How many people can we get to pay for our drinks? How many free drinks hey. do you think we can get there tonight? Cool. And then we had we make a game out of it. All right. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you know, Diamond, see if she gives you your number. You know, show me how you got your free. Okay, cool. I could play this little game, you know, but I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm gonna keep it cordial. I'm like, ha ha, you have a good night. Make it, you know, clear that this really ain't gonna go too far. You know, and so it's just like, you know, we know we know what not to do. Okay. You know, we know better. So okay. it's like we can have fun like that, but it's just like, all right, all right, hey man, Terrence, you know, <laughs> not on this song. Not on this song, bro. Hold on. See, yeah. that that's the difference between the sons and the daughters. And both of your sisters said that they could go out with me, but not their dad. <laughs> see, see, see? Okay, why, why, why? Because they what they feel embarrassed. About yeah, they, yeah, they, said, they said he ain't cool like that. And then, you know, they said, you know how your dad is. He's like, you know, ain't nothing for his daughters. You know, he ain't that he won't be cool if somebody come up to him. He won't be cool probably with what they going to want to wear. You know, yeah, so his, st- his stomach would hurt, too. Yeah, but see, he he wouldn't take off the daddy hat at all. He would keep the daddy hat on, and that's what would be a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about is it a, can a parent let's say they're not at a club and they just having a party at the house or a group of people over? Can is it okay for parents to drink with their now? And we're talking in all these questions about adult relationships, adult yeah. children. Yeah, uh, can they drink? With their adult children, responsibly, yes, yes, they, yes, yes, because now, now, if now, if I know how you get when you have alcohol in your system, like right. there's, right. there's, there's, I may not be drinking with you, right? You getting a little rowdy and stuff right. on right. either side. Yeah, I'm not about to. Y'all know you only getting two drinks, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, so. Mm-mm. Okay, and I asked Alexis this, and and because this does happen sometimes, can a parent be very involved in your circle of friends? Very involved, you know, sort of like, like okay, to the point where you're like, the, like a your, part of your the friends, circle? your friends know me. That's one thing. And and like even Alexa said, she said, all my friends love you. And say, so said, all my friends love you and you cool and everything. She said, but not, it'd be weird if you're like calling up my friends. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't call up your friends. Yeah. And I don't want to even hang out with y'all like that. Okay, so, yeah. So being a part of the circle, yeah, no, absolutely not. Right. Because right, again, because you're not my friend. It, that's what I'm trying to find mm-hmm. out. So mm-hmm. that's not okay because then, no. like you said earlier about the boundaries, mm-hmm. it, it crosses some boundaries, you know, and some people might feel like, well, you know, I'm cool with my daughter. I'm cool with my son. So I can hang out with them. Now, like I said, it's times like maybe if I come in town and your friends and stuff, we go to dinner or something like that, or I've gone to visit Alexis and gone out to um, dance and stuff with her and her friends. But she said, yeah, something like that is fine because the first thing my friends always ask, is your mom coming? She said, that's one thing. She said, but now if you're like uh, calling them on a regular basis and they calling you, she said, now that's when it'd be weird. And I said, yeah, Uh that'd be a little weird. Okay, and then so what about, uh, is it okay for the parent to like talk about now y'all adults now and you have this adult relationship talk about the parents new relationship like details like you would talk to your parents like that detail uh let's 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 put a uh like like you know if they if they anything romantic anything like they going through is it okay for the parent to talk about those kind of things with their adult children to an extent for me i don't i don't even care about the romance i don't i just have it's just the basic principles (laughs) it's uh, are they treating you right are you happy are they they being respectful 
Okay. The, the three, the three things. I don't, I don't care how. <laughs> oh, he set up some roses, and you got butterflies. I don't care how good you of a kiss he is. That. I don't want to hear none of that. I just want to hear. Are you happy? How'd your date go? Was the food good? <laughs> Who paid? Well, did y'all both have money? Y'all safely home? Okay. All right. That's, that's all it. I care. That's it. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care how smooth okay. his hands are. <laughs> I don't want to know about his, you know, his, so his, how a, where a, his beard is. As an adult male about to start his own household and family, what can you leave our listeners um, in your final words about just having that kind of, and I'm saying friendship because that's our topic, that mm-hmm. kind of close like friendship with your parents and what do you want to leave them with and how say they didn't start off like that young and it wasn't developed young. If they want to start now as adults, what should the child do uh, to try to get that going? If you have any grudges or hurts or pains, first prune them by yourself analyze them really see what are you mad or hurt at your parent about versus the situation Mm -hmm. and really see where your source or your pain is coming from so that way you're not blaming this on solely on them so that way you can also be open to see their perspective or whatever the situation was. So then you guys can now, you're now then ready to talk about it. Right. So, so talk let me put, a pin. Let me put mm-hmm. a pin in it right quick because we got like four minutes, but I want us okay. to talk real briefly about our, our little stretch uh, when it's a little challenging for us, as close as we were, and we still are at this time, mm-hmm. what do you think was the um, pivot for us to sort of, um, uh, get that back reconnected. What was the pivot for us? I just didn't want to hold on to it anymore. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, and again, um, that year when I wanted to let it go, that's when we lost Aunt Dars. Mm-hmm. You know, and so because I had just me and her had scheduled uh, the, like a little interview for her because I wanted to interview like all you know, like you, Uncle Tim, and everybody. Just to have like like some archives and mm-hmm. stuff like that, just about your lives, and we were actually scheduled to do it. I think like a couple of weeks after we saw her in Tennessee, um, you know. But then that happens. It's like man, so that when that hit, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to have that happen, and not let you know that I'm good. Mm-hmm. And like not let you know, definitely not let you know that I forgive you for it. But this is like again, like I, I left all of that in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, right. we right. were on that cruise, and so it's like I literally, I, I didn't want to hold on to that anymore, and I was, that, was a big hindrance on me actually living fully as Donovan. Right. And I knew that. And I think that 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 conversation with us was very releasing for both of us because I knew the closeness we were, how close we always were. And I knew it was something that we needed to talk about, be honest about. If, it, if it's going to be how, how it made you feel and how angry you were and then how it hurt me or how angry I was, get it out and let's move on because life is too short. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we had the kind of foundation we can have that open, honest relationship and move forward. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you for that, man. And, and, and as a parent, we need to be able to receive those things. Yes. So um, um, I appreciate it. Uh, we are coming up and we're in our last minute. I hate to stop this, but this is what? great. Yes. So no hour. Yeah, it was an hour. So um, again, can you be friends with your parent and no. you say no and 
you say, but you can have a healthy, great, close relationship. Yes. It's not a thank you. Thank you, man. <laughs> I appreciate you. And thank you, listeners. Um, I'm gonna have to come back with him. But as always, remember queenship is the air, the energy, and the vibrations of a queen. Queenship is not a trend, it is your divine essence. Peace, love, and light. And we'll see you on the next time. Thank you, Donovan. Bye. Bye.